Welcome back to the Not Just a Bikini Girl podcast. This is your host, Jasmine Jeffrey. Now, this podcast is coming after I've just been speaking to a girl, I won't name her, but been speaking to her this morning because she actually was meant to be competing this weekend. And I kind of did a bit of a shout out on the Compact Instagram account. And then she messaged me saying, Oh, thank you so much, but I'm actually not competing that show anymore. And I said, Oh, that's fair enough. Like, is everything okay? And long story short, like she's had a lot of things going on. And one of the things that she mentioned was that she wasn't getting on with her coach. And this is her first time competing. So it really got me thinking about contest prep, coaches, how much that really does impact your experience of prep itself. And it can harm you or it can go like it can go either way it can be the best thing you've ever done but at the same time it can really have a lot of long-term uh, or even short-term downfalls to it now if anyone knows me personally I've had more coaches than I've had hot dinners um I went through quite a lot when I was first starting out and I'm now with my coach Austin that I've been working with since I'm literally just after my last show last year and I'm set now, but I remember how hard it was to find that right coach and how many times that I just didn't, it just didn't feel right. And it can be really hard from a mindset perspective when you're doing your contest prep as to what to do and whether you should change your prep coach. It's a big deal because at the end of the day, like they have a big influence on the results that you get, your health. I say that your prep coach is basically the core to everything when it comes to competing. And sometimes when you don't get the result you want or you don't get the experience that you want, the first thing is knowing if these results and outcomes are down to you as a person or whether they're down to the coach. Admittedly for myself, when I first probably started out, it was probably a bit of both. I didn't 100% put my all into the plan because I was still trying to find my feet and I just wasn't 100% committed, to be completely honest. The more and the more you get into this, the more realise how dedicated and how much you really have to go all in and I just wasn't there. But a lot of the times as well, there was experiences that I had with prep coaches in the past that left me very psychologically in a very fragile place. I think what I'm going to do is actually, there's one photo that I've took of myself and God, when I look at it now, it's just... I Well, I used to look at it actually and cry because I just used to remember how low and how shit I felt. Um, this person was someone that I trusted and someone that um, my fiancé, Joe, trusted. We both trusted him at that point. And he left us both in a very, very bad place uh, mentally and physically. Now, this is before I even went into my contest prep last year. And it did leave me in not in the best place from a metabolic standpoint, a mental standpoint and a physical standpoint. I think the purpose of this episode is just to kind of give you guys some tips and pointers and a little bit of perspective as to what to do if you are unsure about your prep coach or you think you need to change them and kind of what you can do to avoid having to change them up maybe if you're like seven to eight weeks down the line because I went with a coach through my actually it's quite funny through my fiance's again recommendation but hey third time lucky and all that I remember last year being about seven to eight weeks out won't lie felt like crap um you know the daily grind that you know I was at that place as you say I was at that place during prep where 
literally, I was like, oh my God, like, this is just terrible. Oh, I just want it to be over and all that stuff. Like, that was the mindset I had, yeah. There was a few things that this coach was saying and doing and bits of that that I just didn't really agree with. But I didn't change. Did not change, but I was actually talking to the coach that I'm with now, Austin. And I was talking to Austin saying, my coach is doing X, my coach is doing Y. Is this the right thing? What should I do? I guess you don't ever want to go back and because things happen for a reason. But I think the, the most important thing is that to avoid this situation, make sure, A, you do your research. But at the same time, once you've done that research... Work with that person at least for six months before you step on stage. Because what I've found personally in this industry is what they say they do in the public domain, in their marketing, whether that's on a podcast or they're doing their social media posts. Like what they say they do and what they say they value can sometimes be very, very different to what they do with their own clients. And unfortunately, this is just the world that we live in when it comes to competing. But I guess with every single industry, you've got people that put the wool over other people's eyes. So it's really important to look at what they are doing six months beforehand so you can get to have an understanding on how they work, how experienced they are and how well they want to get to know your body because the more that coach knows how your body works, how you are as a person, what your lifestyle is, the more they're going to be able to make more informed decisions when you get into that prep. And sometimes coaches and clients just don't merge well they don't blend well which is absolutely fine there's nothing wrong with that and there's nothing wrong with changing your coach because of that very reason you have to tell this coach very very personal things you have to pretty much be starkers in primark underwear half the time with no makeup on like that is not something that you want to be showing to just anybody so you've just got to make sure that you have that trust there because you're going to be telling these people very personal things at times and very somewhat maybe embarrassing things you need to make sure that you have a full confidence in that person before you start prep because then once you get into prep you're not having this thought or this worry in the back of your head or wasting time having these worries of thinking do they really know what's going on with me are they making the right informed decisions for me like I 100% know that the decisions that my coach is making is 100% because he's worked we've worked together since last June or July and it's nearly coming up to a year now he understands where I'm at and I understand how he works and you start to develop that relationship I think the biggest thing that I can say is if your gut if you're having doubts and you've just got this gut instinct that just isn't right and you think you could get better, then don't feel like you have to stay with this person just because they might be this big name in the industry or just because they might have this great reputation. Clients leave coaches all the time. Now, I'm not saying that you need to flit and prance around. It's always best to stay with a coach as long as you can, but at the same time, don't be afraid to look at different coaches and try them out because then you'll start to understand what you want in a coach and what you don't want in a coach. Some people might find my coach a little bit too objective, but I like that. I like being told when I need to get my ass in gear. I like being told just very matter of fact and how it is. I don't like to have the wall thrown over my eyes and I don't like people being too over-enthusiastic. That's just the way I am as a person and that's what resonates with me. But it's not always going to be resonating with you. Do you trust, do you understand and do you agree with the values and their methods? Now this could be anything from 
the way they do the food plan with you, the way they speak to you, maybe the way that you can communicate with them. I personally don't like it if someone, if a coach turns around to me and says, you can't contact me for all of the week apart from X day. Why? Because things can happen. And yes, don't take the piss with that because at the same time, coaches have other people to deal with. But if they're doing certain things that you don't agree with, then don't feel like you've got to just follow it just because. Ask those questions and they should be able to respect the fact that you are asking those questions and you're being responsible because it's all well and good having to take what the coach is saying and getting on with it but I think that sometimes comes once that coach has been able to gain some respect from you and some trust like that is the biggest thing with coaching it's trusting that process and having and trusting and knowing that you've got that right coach along with you another thing that I can say as well is always look for what people recommend I always see this on Facebook groups and people saying oh I'm looking for a coach now I've seen them before and you've just got all these coaches that are like doing the sales pitches on them but that for me that just never ever works what is more I think what is more valuable to someone if they're looking for a coach is ask the people around you about who they would recommend if they've had that experience themselves then that shows more on where their priorities lie and give them that service because then they can be the people that actually talk about it in comparison to those people that or always plastering, inquire now, inquire now. That person just worked for me. But anyway, I've gone on a tangent here. But if you don't feel 100% with your coach and you've tried to speak to them and you're still getting that bad vibe, do not feel like you have to stay with them. And if it means that you need to change your show slightly, then so be it. Like, when my coach took me on, and from what he's saying now, it's very, very obvious that I wasn't lean enough in the first place last year, but his priority was not to get me put into another show. His priority was to get me into a reverse diet and to get me in a good position to then compete next year. Hands down, the right decision. But although it's scary at first, if you want to change that coach and you need to tell them that you're not going to be working with him anymore... After that's done, I can promise you that as long as you know in your heart that you've made the right decision for you, you're going to feel so much better and all that anxiousness is just going to fade away. As long as you are very respectful and you're polite to that coach and you wish them well, then that's all that matters. Right, so I've just finished up editing the Should You Change Your Prep Coach and there's so many things that I've realised that I didn't say and I think they're really, really important to mention in this topic that we're kind of covering right now. So, sorry if you just heard the car go past. But yeah, right, so what have I got here? If you've had a really bad experience with one prep, do not think that every single prep is going to be the same. Even for me now, my prep last year already is so much different to last year and if I would have taken the experience that I had last year and thought that's the same for every single prep to be completely honest with you I probably would not be doing a prep again but as I've spoken to people done research kind of done a bit of like a bird's eye view of the whole competing world for the past year I've really started to realize that not every single prep is the same and not every prep has to be as horrendous yes you still have to get to those really hard times but I think there's definitely a different way to do it so if you're a first-time competitor listening to this or whether you're a second-time competitor listening to this you're thinking that this prep game is just not for you and you haven't changed your coach and I would really really recommend changing your coach why because 
there was an experience that happened to me last year and I wasn't vocal about it just because, to be honest, I'm not really the sort of person, like... You know, you see those some people that, like, go A&E with their friend and, like, tag just to get the attention. Like, I don't know, I just really didn't want to make, like, a big deal of it. And I probably don't think many people know this, even to this day, what happened a week before my show. So leading up to my show, I was getting, like, the worst pains ever in my chest. Honestly felt like something was like ripping my heart out and I could not walk. The amount of times I nearly crashed my car because I would honestly have to pull over on the lay-by just out of absolute agony and just wait for a good 10-15 minutes in my car until the pain had passed. And it, I can't even explain what this pain was but it got to about a week out. I was explaining this to my coach and saying I'm getting these weird pains, I don't know what's going on and... It was funny, like a week out, I literally turned around to um, Joe and just said, I really don't think, like, something's wrong here. I literally said, something is wrong. Like, I know prep's meant to be hard. I know you're meant to feel like shit, but this is just a completely different sort of pain. And long story short, a one week out from my show, I just thought I need to get myself kind of seen to. So it was on a Sunday and I called them. I think it was, yeah, it was Maybank holiday. So I called like 111. I just said that these are the pains that I'm getting. And obviously that kind of sparked warning signs of their head. So I had to go to the out of hours doctors. Then I had to go to A&E. And because it was all around my chest, like they were worried that it was some sort of potentially heart attack. And I was thinking, oh, it probably isn't going to be a heart attack. It isn't going to be anything. But the pain that I was in, I can't explain how horrible it was. And I just thought, God, is this what every single prep meant to feel like? They did all the tests and it all came back fine. Like, there was a slight, like, heart palpitation of something that they saw on one of the graphs that they did, so I had to go back in. But the funny thing was, it was only when I was on holiday two or three weeks later, I was still getting these pains, and Joe made just, like, a really small comment. He said, oh, you're still drinking quite a lot of diet drinks. And I thought, yeah, yeah, I am. And I'm still getting these pains. He's like, well, why don't you stop drinking fizzy drinks and diet drinks for a while and see how you get on? More of the story, what happened? Pain went absolutely fine. And I felt like a right dick. So I thought, right, I was in so much pain. And obviously all these cravings. I thought, oh, diet drinks are going to save my ass. Everyone else around me is drinking diet drinks. And actually, it was just caused me really, really bad acid reflux. To the point that I was just crippled over for like a good four to six weeks before my show. And even four weeks after my show. That's not an unusual story. Like You hear so many stories of girls having ended up in A&E or getting really badly injured and bits like that. So I guess like the moral of that story is really start to dissect. And this is why it's important to have a good coach because you've really got to dissect of where potential problems could be stemming from and what you can be doing about it. And whether it is prep that's kind of maybe make you a little bit uh, or whether it's just for example you're having too many jellies or you're having too much sweetness making your stomach bloat or if you're having too many of those diet drinks which is causing you acid reflux and you're scaring A&E thinking it's a heart attack like and another thing as well is that last year so I don't remember what the food was meant to be but basically the long story short was is that I macroed out I think it was like some sort of fruit for blueberries and I told my coach, I told just, you know, I'm on this meal plan, but I've had to just switch out um, X thing for blueberries. And it was the completely the same macros, like all of that. And I remember feeling like about five years old back at school and I'm getting told off. This coach was saying, oh, you're not taking this seriously and really made me feel horrendous. 
And I kind of turned around to Joe and I was like, what, have I done anything wrong? And he's like, no, you haven't. And to be fair, even that was a sign. And that was like really soothing into my prep. And that should have been a sign in itself that I should have switched. And this is what I'm trying to say is that if you're getting these early signs, then these signs are trying to tell you something. Exactly the same way if your fuel light comes on in a car, it's better to sort it out sooner rather than later when you're breaking down. It's exactly the same way with prep and coaches. Like if you're getting bad signs and bad vibes, Trust me, do not be afraid to change if you're not happy. And that goes with everything in life. It's easier to just kind of let things slide, but you've just got to nip it in the bud if you don't think that things are going to change. And I guess the last point I really want to make is, and the reason why I'm saying this, because I said this to this girl that I was speaking to, like, if you've had this bad experience, do not think that you're not meant to be a competitor. Do not think that this sport isn't for you. Yeah, the sport might not be for you, but maybe for different ways. But I honestly think you don't know that until you try a different coach, if you've had that bad experience. If you're a first-time competitor and you're not really resonate with this, then that's probably a really good sign that you've got a good coach and you've got first-time lucky. Very, very rare to get that, but still amazing to be able to do. So yeah, they were literally the last few points that I had, but I thought they were really, really important to make. But yeah, I'm going to end this here now. So thank you so much for listening in and I'll see you guys in the next episode.